0: Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good morning, this is Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner. I'm a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist in New York City, and I'm bringing to you all things health-related for women. Thank you for joining me at GYN Corner today. I'm going to apologize in advance because I am most certainly will be coughing. Uh, I have a head cold I've been getting over. I'm on antibiotics for the last five days or so but still pretty bad. So I've been hacking coughing coughing for about the last five days or so. So I apologize in advance. So today I am speaking about an uncommon vaginal infection. It's called Disquamative Inflammatory Vaginitis. And this infection was first described in the '50s, and became fairly, I guess, well known or introduced uh, in through journals in 1965. It is um, I've seen it a handful of times. Usually, I'll see it a handful of times every, uh, each year. So uh, I'll see it usually maybe four or five times over the course of a year, and I see vaginal infections. Sorry, <coughs> I see vaginal infections in the office at least 10 times a day. But um, discriminative inflammatory vaginitis is a vaginal infection where the name describes specifically what it is. It's due to a chronic inflammatory response of the vaginal tissues that looks like they just kind of die and slough off. And it's usually because um, the vaginal environment is fairly overcome with uh, foreign bacteria so it's quite often when someone has a vaginal infection that the infection is due to bacteria that should live in the intestines, stool bacteria it's set up shop in the vaginal system and for whatever reason I can usually recognize it uh, when it's intestinal bacteria unless it's kind of drowned out by a lot of different bacterial strains <laughs> but when intestinal bacteria is in the vagina, it usually has a really bright, almost highlighter, uh, very strong yellow or golden hue to it. And sure enough, uh, with the discriminative inflammatory vaginitis, or the DIV, it's described as having a, um, a bright yellow discoloration of the discharge. Uh and that it's what we call a purulent type of discharge. So kind of a, a lotiony thick, thick lotiony type of bubbly discharge. Um usually I always describe it as frothy. And uh unlike other vaginal infections, it does not have a fishy odor. It will have an unpleasant odor, sometimes like a dead animal. Other times it won't have an odor at all. <clears throat> but what marks this infection as a little different than other infections of the vaginal system is that the vaginal tissues are inflamed. They're usually quite angry looking, red, and you can sometimes touch the vaginal walls with a Q-tip. It'll start to bleed. They're very fragile, and sometimes they'll have what we call petechiae, so you can see almost little blood vessels that are inflamed and spasming, uh, at the surface of the vaginal tissues. That's very different from other types of vaginal infections. Now, usually I will assume that this is the case if I see the vaginal tissues are fragile, they bleed easily. It's a bright, thick, yellow discharge, bubbly or frothy and uh, especially if the patient says she's been to a few places and they give her treatment it helps a little bit but doesn't really help a lot so those are usually the scenarios now oftentimes uh what will happen is we usually will treat with the -the run-of-the-mill antibiotic that usually treats vaginal infections so metronidazole sometimes doxycycline and it clears it up a bit but it doesn't completely clear it up or the patient will say that it went away, but it came back straight away. <clears throat> so uh, in those cases, it's most often the DIV, discriminative inflammatory vaginitis. Now you can make the uh, diagnosis uh, microscopically also. You can take a sample and you'll see mostly sloughed off vaginal cells and very little bacteria because the vaginal cells are just overcrowding the slide. Realistically, very few physicians will do microscopic evaluations anymore because the swabs that we have are really, really good. So the swabs look for DNA, genetic so We don't really need to do microscopic evaluations, uh, but if one wanted to, that's what would be seen. That's why it's called DIV. So the, the inflammatory sloughing Dead cells just overrides the microscopic slide. So you don't see a lot of bacteria. You mostly see the dead skin cells. On the exam is how I always make the diagnosis. I do a swab. I send it to the lab. It will usually come back intestinal bacteria. So E. coli, group B strep. Sometimes staph aureus, which is more often skin bacteria. Um, but it's usually the very bright discoloration. You can do a pH swab, and it's going to come back with a really high pH because when you have a high bacterial count, it's always supported by a high pH. And um, what you can do to treat it, is you have to use an antibiotic that we don't commonly use in GYN, and that's, unless it's an abscess, it's clindamycin. And what works the best is vaginal clindamycin. So vaginal clindamycin has an anti-inflammatory effect too, so it helps. And the recommendation is to, I always use it a week, uh, but the recommendation is to use it for a week or to use it repetitively up to three weeks. So either three weeks straight or one week on one week off up to three rounds and Also, what can be used is hydrocortisone vaginal suppositories for the anti-inflammatory for stronger anti-inflammatory So it's a steroid. I never use the hydrocortisone. I just use the clindamycin works really well If I think it's a mild case, I'll do the week. if I think it's a really severe case I'll do two weeks I've never done, I think I've done maybe once or twice the three weeks, but I, d- I rarely do three weeks. And then I always add a diflucan or an anti yeast, diflucanfluconazole, once a week for each of the weeks that I'm treating the patient so she doesn't have a, a rebound yeast infection. And then lastly, uh, it's relatively common in women who have gone through menopause because it's more um, common or it's, they're much more susceptible because they don't have the estrogen to help provide a layer of defense, a bulky tissue layer of defense in the vaginal walls. So if it's someone who's gone through menopause, you also want to, I guess, rotate that um, with vaginal estrogen cream. So I would give anyone who's gone through menopause A week of the antibiotic and then a week of vaginal estrogen week of antibiotic a week of vaginal estrogen and then allow her to have at least four to six weeks of the vaginal estrogen to help provide that support in the vaginal tissues and to allow the treatment to work better and to last longer so i hope that's been helpful information on div Disclamative inflammatory vaginitis. It's not a common vaginal infection, but if you've had repetitive vaginal infections, they don't respond or they barely respond to the usual treatments, then you could ask your doctor to check for DIV, do a swab, see if it's mostly intestinal bacteria, and then to give you the vaginal insert, the 7-night insert with cliocin, clindamycin, clindes, it's all the same thing. Uh, thank you very much for joining me here at GYN Corner. Hit the like, subscribe, follow buttons on Facebook, YouTube, and then leave a review on Apple Podcast if you can. Let others know why you enjoy watching and Corner and um, to encourage them to, to join, the, join the troop. So thanks again for your attention and your time. Have a great rest of your day. Bye! Thank you for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner, all things health related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.